Hello, friends. Uh, bonus episode coming at you here because, well, maybe it'll turn into a full episode. Who knows? But just finished recording the one before that you just listened to about walking away from opportunity, about me closing the book on NFTs for my life. And I wanted to record this at one point, and I'm sure I said this to you, but let me like dedicate a whole episode to this and highlight this. The number one thing I would love Web 2.0 to take from Web 3.0 along the journey of kind of figuring out Web 3.0, seeing what it's all about, the culture and the technology and everything. And there's a lot of takeaways, um, but one definitive takeaway, one definitive good in it that is so nice from a user's perspective is never having to have a username and password. The only username and password I have is for Coinbase, which is a very Web 2.0 e app. Like it's kind of like signing up for Vanguard or something. I have a login for Coinbase with two-factor auth and everything. And then I think I also I have like a password for my Phantom wallet. Um, that's you know because like that makes sense. You you want some kind of password to access your wallets um, or to access whatever. Yeah. Okay. I have those two things, and that's it. I don't have any other logins, which is crazy because I interact on a lot of services, Magic Eden, you know, all these different marketplaces where you can trade NFTs and whatever. I don't have a login for any of them. You just connect your wallet and that's your login. You literally go to the page, you hit connect wallet, you're done. There's no sign up screen. There's no register screen. It's basically feels like you already have a login with every app out there, which is nuts. There's this uh, app. What's it called? I'll actually look it up in my Chrome history. X. Uh, what is it? Xil something. Shoot. I wish I remembered. Daniel told me about it yesterday because we had this kind of emergency thing with uploading the whatever the to make the growth thing happen. We need to upload all the new grown pots onto the chain. And this is kind of cool because like there's the Solana blockchain, which is you can think of it like, you know, Bitcoin is a blockchain, Ethereum is Solana is as well. It's a whole dedicated network and technology and blockchain. But all of the files like the 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 like the actual picture of a pot for this pothead project, they're not stored on the blockchain because the blockchain's not Solana's not meant to store files. You know, it's meant to store like some amount of data that's executable like programs. Um, but there's blockchains dedicated to file storage. So it's like decentralized Google Drive or decent, more like decentralized Amazon S3. And Arweave is the one that Solana uses. And it's pretty awesome, actually. And storage is fairly cheap considering that the things on it are stored forever. And yeah, so you actually you pay for storage with a token, which is another thing that you can trade and buy and has an actual market value. You know, like you buy Bitcoin, you could buy AR which is the token that you use to upload stuff on Arweave to incentivize people on the Arweave network to host these files. So it's very cool. It's all very fascinating. Long story short, I needed to fund this wallet with more AR so that I could upload these pots and we needed to get AR. And it's not like Coinbase doesn't have a lot of these obscure tokens. You can't just go on Coinbase and buy AR. So there's like a few... Um, whatever you call marketplaces or something that that you can actually pay you know bitcoin or us dollars to get ar um, which actually this is interesting a lot of these marketplaces or coindexes you pay for stuff with us dollar value in us dollar coin usdc us dollar coin so you have to like buy us dollar coin somehow and usually it's like you buy bitcoin on coinbase 
I don't know if you can buy USDC directly on Coinbase. You buy Bitcoin on Coinbase, you go to one of these marketplaces, you convert the Bitcoin into USDC, and then you convert the USDC into whatever else you want. Um, and you could create your own, you could do this. Like you could create your own little token today. It would take you five minutes. And I don't know what's involved in getting it on a Coindex, but it wouldn't be that hard. And now you can actually have like a currency that has money and people can convert between US dollars and it, which is mind blowing, but whatever. The point that I'm here to tell you about is that you don't need logins for stuff. And I was telling you a story about AR. So Daniel tells me about this amazing application where you can convert anything to anything else. Now I know I kind of described that this already exists with other things, but, and it kind of does, but this is like in its purest, coolest form that literally there's like, you put a number in, there's like a split screen, like left and right. The left is the number and the currency. And then the right is the currency you want to convert to, and it will just do it. So I was like, all right, well, I have a bunch of Solana in a wallet right here. So why don't I convert one Solana to AR and it works. It's crazy. Um, so I was able to use this extremely powerful tool that allows you to convert anything to anything, which again is like a pretty big deal because a lot of these obscure tokens are tricky to, to obtain. Sometimes you have to like convert everything to everything else to finally get it. And so it was just crazy. And I, I used it and I don't even know what its name is anymore. That's actually one con of this whole setup is that you know, if you don't like bookmark the thing and you were just doing it in passing, like what was that called again? Like I have to search my history because I don't have like a one password login for it. I wasn't on it long enough for it to imprint itself in my brain because I just went there and used it for what I wanted to use it for and just connected my wallet. And that was that. So if that could, this is kind of like similar to login with GitHub, you know, where you go to an app and I, I try to provide that experience, like with the live wire docs and we're working on the alpine components setup and so actually if you go to alpine's docs and you go to look at a component you click on one and you can they're private right now um, you just have to log in and so you can create a username and password you can just hit login with github and that's it you've registered for the app you're good to go you click login with github you approve it and then you're done and you're in but you know that's kind of a facade for what's going on deeper under the hood which is it's creating a full user it's pulling your email address from GitHub's API. It, you know, I have you in that system now. You can, you're just, you're, you're passwordless. You could go to forgot password and add a password for yourself, um, whatever. And a lot of places like don't have login with GitHub. And yeah, so I don't know. There's something so ephemeral or there's some feeling that comes, a free lightweight feeling that comes with just like, you just have your wallet and it gives you access to the whole world. And usually these apps, you know, it's like, oh, well, they can't. The other thing is they can't bombard you with emails because they don't have your email, which is so cool. There's no Web3 bombardment in my inbox and my inbox is loaded with Web2 bombardment. There's none of that, which is crazy. And it's like, well, aren't they missing out on all these opportunities to like retain customers and whatever? It's like, well, yeah, I guess they are. And that's sort of it's kind of the story of like web three and web two. It's like me coming to web three from web two. I just started applying all the things I know from web two, like, Oh, we need an email signup form and like, you know, convert kit and like tease stuff to people. And it's like, no, 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 nobody does that. That's not how it works. This is all much more free and anonymous and decentralized. And, you know, so maybe the death grip of like marketers will, will will make its way over to web two but 
for now, it's like nobody's bombarding me with emails. Oh, what I was going to say is the cool thing is, is so many of these things involve this currency. You know, everything involves tran- transferring currencies, um, you know, a marketplace, all, all of these services. And they all just take a fee and that's how they get paid. And generally you're okay with that fee. At least I am. Like most of the time it's like, I'm converting this to this. It's probably going to cost me, you know, point one of this. And it's like, it's fine, whatever. It's $5, $10. But it doesn't feel like it does when you're paying a fee for some other site. You know, when you're using a utility on some other site. It just feels different for some reason. I don't know why. But paying money in Solana doesn't feel like paying money in US dollars. Because it happens instantly. You kind of get it from things more easily than US dollars. And you give it to people more easily than US dollars. I don't know it's so much more liquid feeling than us dollars us dollars are so heavily traced and transacted and every transaction is a whole involved thing where solana it's like paying someone solana is the equivalent of sending someone an nft or something you know it's the same setup you're just like adding a transaction onto the blockchain and now your balances are different so i don't know there's obviously so many implications to everything i've said but I just wanted to say something that I think is super cool from my journey in web two and or my journey in web three that I wish web two had. And if there's one takeaway from all this, let it be this, that it's cool to not have username and passwords and marketing emails. It feels really good. And I like the internet where that happens. I think haven't thought through it. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll do another episode while we're, you know, still going on this NFT thing. Um, before I, before Caleb closes the, the chapter. Um, This is my musings on web three. So maybe the next one will be the cons. Um, So yeah, let's do the cons next. See ya.